Welcome to the Comic Sauce Podcast, where we talk comics and comics culture. I am Henry Liu, and today I am once again joined by Christian Diadamo. Christian, how's it going? I'm doing well, Henry. Happy to be here. And I am joined by Porfirio Rangel. Porfirio, how are you? I'm doing, I'm doing well, Henry. Can't excellent. wait to talk some some stuff. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Yes, today is February 4th, 2022. The Comic Sauce Podcast is on social media at Comic Sauce Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Today, we're going to talk about what are we looking forward to this year, the year 2022. So in the past, we've done year in reviews, and we've done what we're looking forward to. So we're going to continue that. We did our year in review a couple episodes ago, and now we're going to do our most anticipated of the year. So we're well into the year. It's already February, so we're a little late to the game here. And I think some of the stuff we're going to cover has already released, right? Uh, so we got to get on this. Um, yeah, not too formal we're not going to go down like every major release on tv and in the movies uh, but basically we just want to cover what we are looking forward to the most and uh yeah the year 2022 you know we're well into the year but there is a lot of uncertainty about a great many things in the world right now <laughs> But one thing we do know is that there is going to be a shit ton of cool movies and TV shows coming out, which are our most anticipated. Let's get into it. So... Unless they push them back. <laughs> oh, don't Fingers say that. Yeah, don't we'll say that. Oh, no. <laughs> but that, that is a reality. I mean, there's stuff coming out real soon that might get pushed back. We don't know. So, that, yeah, there's still uncertainty. Um, but there, there's going to be cool stuff. Come on. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. I know. They can't push everything back. <laughs> That's right. They can't push everything back. Okay. So where to begin? Um, maybe we'll start with movies. We all love movies. And uh, 2021 saw the fantastic return to the movies and uh we had a lot of lot of great memorable experiences at the movie theaters and uh 2022 looks like it's going to be another great year for movies so yeah maybe we'll just kind of spitball what are some picks what are your most anticipated movies of the year maybe we'll just throw some out what, what's a movie you're really looking forward to uh christian all right well uh of course th this one's coming out like a month so it's probably the the fair pick but of course batman yes i am a big batman fanboy so of course that's the big one i'm looking forward to this year uh and but that's, that's and that's the batman the batman Dun, dun, bat, dun. The <laughs> Um, Let's see. But, uh, you know, that's coming out. It's kind of it's doing its own thing. And 
I think like there's there's so much uncertainty with like what where the DC like extended universe is right now, what it is, where it's going, and like who's a part of it and who isn't, as far as like characters, movies, interpretations. So uh, I think it's everything is also gonna come to a head in the Flash. There's, that's what everyone's speculating that they're doing a Flashpoint. There's gonna be a big reboot, and there it's a way for DC to throw out the elements it doesn't like retcon soft retcon while also keeping the characters and movies that it does so later down the line i think that's that's the one i'm looking forward to yeah that's right there is a flash movie slated to come out this year too there's a lot of dc movies slated to come out there's also black adam and aquaman and the lost kingdom so four dc movie releases uh, it's like it's two big. years in one. That's, yeah. that's a way more DC movies yeah. than we usually get. <laughs> but you bring up a good point, Christian, about is it going to be connected or not? You know, it certainly seems like the Batman is not in the same universe as the uh, Justice League characters we've seen, right? Aquaman and The Flash. Those two movies presumably will continue to exist in that universe and the black adam movie is like a sequel to the shazam movie right so that will exist in that universe uh, but i don't know you know like i think what you're alluding to with flash is that it could come all crashing together potentially now do you think there's going to be a spider-man no way home-esque multiverse collision with that movie like maybe the rob pattinson batman universe will like combine with some of this other stuff i don't know what, what, what do you think those are big rumors going around uh actually i don't know if the rumors are full confirmations but like you hear about michael keaton being in the movie ben affleck being in the movie um like multiple universes you know it, it is definitely flash's thing so it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility that they want to do something closer to like no way home where the flash kind of gets in over his head and other universes and they kind of collide. Uh, so I, I could definitely see that happening. Um, Cause I, in the original flashpoint, I think he goes back in time to try to save his mom, but in doing so like rewrites history in weird ways. And there's like that butterfly effect with it. And so he has to like find a way to kind of write the right his wrongs. And that kind of creates the new 52, you know, the, the big universe reboot that they're doing. Got it. So I could definitely see that. It's like, from what I, what I hear, it's like, I guess, I guess that's where they're going to go from it. You know, it's going to be Flash No Way Home. <laughs> but they also have to introduce the Flash, you know, this version of the Flash. I guess we, we've seen him in Justice League, but this is his first like solo movie. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. It sounds like they are getting pretty ambitious with this one. It's the first ever Flash solo movie, and potentially it's going to have all this crazy multiverse stuff in it. So, yeah, it it might be a bit uh, a bit much, but uh, we'll see. Uh, any thoughts on your end, Perferio, about uh, the DC movie offerings this year? Yeah, I'm pretty excited for it the batman i guess um 
I feel like it's either going to be a really big hit or a miss just because it's three hours long. It's PG-13, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's PG-13. Okay. Um, you know, we haven't seen a good... We haven't seen Riddler in a while, so it's going to be cool to see him and Penguin. Um, I'm actually, yeah, pretty looking forward to the Batman and then the Flash. Yeah, also that one. Just because, yeah, I guess like off like the the hype of No Way Home, like Flashpoint Paradox is going to be a fun little storyline to look over. Like Adam, I don't care for. I'm not, I, I don't really have any care for that one. I feel like it's just going to be The Rock with superpowers <laughs> and all of his movies are the same. And then Aquaman 2, directed by James Wan. Yeah, I'm really looking for that because I feel like anything James Wan does is pretty good. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm looking. Those are my opinions for the DC universe. Right on. Yeah, I'm always curious about what DC has to offer movie-wise. And, um, yeah, of these four, I would say the Batman is my most anticipated yeah, uh, we haven't seen a solo Batman movie in quite a while, right? So um, this one looks pretty interesting. You know, it's got some horror elements to it. Uh, so, yeah, I'm totally looking forward to what this one has to offer. Looks different. Looks very different. So if we're going to talk about DC, we've got to talk about Marvel, right? So let's talk some Marvel. As usual... Uh, Marvel is pretty much all I care about at this point <laughs> in terms of anticipation. Like uh, when I was brainstorming a bit, um, I was like, what am I looking forward to this year? And like immediately my brain just goes to, okay, what MCU movies are coming out? What MCU shows are coming out? Done. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, movie wise, uh, it's shaping up to be a pretty interesting year for marvel there are three marvel studios movies coming out those are dr strange in the multiverse of madness thor love and thunder and black panther wakanda forever now those aren't the only marvel offerings uh there's also if they actually finally do release it the morbius movie from sony and also from sony Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. So five pretty major Marvel releases. Not all MCU, as I mentioned, right? Uh, So what do you guys think here? What's the most anticipated of of these flicks? Any thoughts? Let's see. I'd, I'd say of just the MCU, specifically not including any of the Sony uh offerings just yet um doctor doctor strange i think is the first one that comes to mind i think that like it you know we saw the whole trailer after spider-man no way home we all love spider-man no way home so it's almost like a direct sequel to it of like what happens to doctor strange after that and more of his side of the story and so since that's still like very hot um that's the one that's like that grabs my attention the most immediately. Um, but I, th- yeah, I mean, the other two are like, there's definitely no slouches with the other two. I think they're, 
Um, you know, I loved Thor Ragnarok. And so more from like Taika Waititi and Thor just seems to be a match made in heaven. So I, I, I'm uh, really excited for Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, Black Panther is also great. Rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. But it's really interesting what like Ryan Coogler does with the, ne- with the next Black Panther and how he says he wants to have just story, you know, stories from all around Wakanda. And so maybe we'll get more of an ensemble piece is what I'm going to guess in Wakanda Forever. Yep, yep. For me, I'm you know me, anything Scarlet the Witch, I'm totally game for. So I'm really my number one pick is Doctor Strange 2. Um, but I'm also excited to see America Chavez make her debut on that movie. Um, and then, you know, like early on there were talks about it being like a horror, like supernatural kind of movie. So this got like my biggest like interest written all over it. Um, and then Wakanda Forever, excited to see what they're gonna do with that. And yeah, I guess those are the only two. I mean, Thor 3 is like, eh, you know, it's kind of like, I feel like a comedy that I know I'm gonna be enjoying because of um, Taiki, how he's gonna be directing. I'm like, yeah, anything he's anything touches is gold so yeah yeah those are that's that's what i think for the marvel mcu projects yeah i think these three movies are going to make a lot of money (laughs) because with thor 4 it's really shaping up to be a follow-up from uh thor ragnarok you know same director and that's a very beloved movie I know a lot of people are really looking forward to seeing uh, what Taika does in his Thor follow-up, right? And then, I mean, you talk about beloved Black Panther, you know, Ryan Coogler is on board again. And, um, you know, it's sad we're not going to get Chadwick Boseman, uh, but I mean, come on, it's Black Panther. So, you know, people are going to show up. And then I think Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness is going to make some serious box office, too, because they really promoted the hell out of it with No Way Home, which everyone on the freaking planet saw. Right. Um, You know, the post credit scene was a Doctor Strange trailer. Right. So uh, they promote they promoted that. And like and then you got people like Perfurio who really love uh, WandaVision, right? So you got that group who are like, oh, I want to see the further adventures of the Scarlet Witch, right? So I, I think I think this movie is going to make a ton of money. Um, the first Doctor Strange movie, uh, you know, made money, but wasn't a huge, huge hit. But this one, man, people are going to watch it. Um, the Marvel multiverse is like a big thing now, right? Everyone wants to know what's going on. I mean, you got people looking at silhouettes in the background, you know, like the, the, the Marvel multiverse has really captured the world's attention, right? So, um, people are going to show up for this movie. Um, so yeah, I mean, Marvel studios, MCU. Yeah, obviously, I'm totally looking forward to these three movies. 
That said, I am more looking forward to Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. I cannot wait for this movie. Um, Into the Spider-Verse has become like one of my top movies of all time. And it's been a while, you know, 2018 is when it came out. And uh, four years later, finally, we're getting the sequel. And um, yeah, it, it is my number one most anticipated movie of the year. I really cannot wait. Um, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to say like what I'm expecting because I, I don't really know what's in store. Um, but the first movie was just so wonderful and was such an awesome ride uh, that uh, I'm looking forward to the further adventures of Miles Morales. Hell yeah. What, what kind of spider people are you hoping to see in the movie? All right, let's get into it. Yeah, so it is interesting that uh, No Way Home just came out because... You know, we're, we're in a world where the Spider-Verse is uh, amongst us, right? <laughs> it's a thing. We've seen um, multiple Spider-Mans already, you know, just a few months ago, right? So, um, yeah, I, I'm thinking, like, did, did the fact that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield showed up in no way home did that kind of uh take the wind out of the sails of of across the spider-verse you know i don't know i don't think so it's probably drummed up more interest right because now everyone's wondering like what other spider people are we going to see on the big screen right um so uh what do we know there there was a trailer we do know that miles morales has a new costume We know that Spider-Man 2099 is going to be in the movie. So that is awesome. Um, But beyond that, we don't know a whole lot else. Uh, You know, Spider-Gwen is going to be in there. Uh, We know that. Uh, But yeah, what else? Um, Spider-Woman's going to be in it. Oh, is that confirmed? Yeah, she's going to be voiced by um, Issa Rae from Insecure. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I did hear that. I did hear that. Uh That's, That's cool. That is uh-huh. cool. Um, I've heard speculation about um, not only introducing comics, Spider-Verse people, but also possibly dipping into cartoon Spider-Man people. You know, um, yeah, the, the cartoons are pretty beloved. I've heard some rumors about the live action thing, you know, I think uh, with Amy Pascal's conversations with Garfield and McGuire, I have heard that there have been like side conversations about like, hey, you want to do a voice in our Spider-Verse movie? You know, huh? Um, So might we get something like that? I mean, it's all wide open, right? Uh, But in terms of like, what am I looking forward to? You know, I'd love to see some Asian representation. You know, I've heard some rumblings about Silk. I've heard some rumblings about Spider-Man India. Um, Japanese Spider-Man is all but confirmed for this movie. So we'll see there. Um, I do like the 
manga verse spider-man in the comics that would be pretty cool to see um so yeah a lot of possibilities uh what do you guys think any thoughts on this flick yeah like you know i want to see all of those um i think about the cartoon spider-man i think the most beloved is the one from the 90s you know 90s spider-man with like um with the same voice actor because he like the show ended with him and Madam Web kind of traveling the Spider-Verse looking for Mary Jane. And so it almost seems like, oh, maybe now is the perfect time to follow that up. There's like, I think a lot of people would still love that, even though that show is so old that like, but like, they're like, we're bringing him back. We're bringing back this, like the mo- the version you hear, you hear when you read Spider-Man comics, you know? I, uh, I- yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, every time I read a Spider-Man comic, I always read it in his voice. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry for you know, major love for Tom Holland and Andrew Garfield and Toby, but yeah, like that's my Spider-Man guy. Like, I re- always read his, I was always read the the comics in his voice, and um, you know, he's he's been asked if he's going to be in the Spider-Verse movie, and obviously he's denied it, but. You could totally just be pulling off an Andrew Garfield and just be like, deny, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And now exactly. They, Christopher Daniel Barnes, I'd kind of look it up, but he's like Kevin Conroy's Spider-Man, you know? And mm-hmm. hey, they're bringing back the X-Men, you know, they have X-Men 97, so I think that's the big one everyone wants is what happened to Spider-Man in that? Mm-hmm. And I think like, you know, uh, after No Way Home, everyone's clamoring for more Andrew Garfield Spider-Man as well. Like, yeah, it, it feels like a you know this big unresolved plot thread of what what happens to him after the Amazing movies because it's like we never saw that like trilogy finished. Yeah, so now it's like, you know, more Andrew Garfield. You know, you know, it's so funny you bring that up because I was reading this interesting comic. I'm it's a far out fan theory, but like. The reason why like Morbius is getting pushed back is because they like want to do like some reshoots, but it's all setting up, you know, like the the Sony Spider-Verse or whatever, but they're gonna have it revolve around Andrew Garfield instead of Tom Holland. Oh really? <laughs> huh. Wow. That's that's the big talk. Like I guess like that. Yeah, the, you know, there was just so much success with Andrew Garfield being like like a big spotlight and everything. And everyone's pushing for Andrew Garfield um, or a- Amazing Spider-Man 3. And then, you know, Tom Holland isn't, he's not interested that much in with the Spider-Man character. So that's what I've heard, that they want to revolve like this, like Sony multiverse Spider-Man thing going on around Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. Hmm. It's like the ori- they're going back to the original plan, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. That is interesting. To me, it sounds kind of unlikely, but after watching No Way Home, I truly believe anything is possible. <laughs> like all these crazy fan rumors, like I listen to them now because <laughs> I've been proven wrong so much just because of that movie. So it's possible. I think, I mean, if I were a betting man, I, I don't think 
Garfield will uh, return live action wise for Spider-Man. Um, it could be a possibility to me that uh, he could do some voice work. I think Christian, you were kind of alluding to that, but um, yeah, it might be like, Oh, I can't No, I'm just I'm, that, that part of my career is over, but Hey, I wouldn't, it might be kind of fun to voice Peter Parker and, in these animated movies sure so, or, or, or know, what he could do is totally just pull like a space jam kind of thing and just be like <laughs> a human spider-man in like this like <laughs> reality kind of thing oh boy <laughs> another can of worms there but yeah you never know uh just a few more thoughts on across the spider-verse it is interesting that they're naming this movie part one with part two slated to come out next year. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of feel weird about the part one, part two thing. I kind of wish they didn't do that. I I think it'd be cool if they just call this across the Spider-Verse and part three be called something else. So that's kind of odd. Um, I guess it's like a marketing thing about how, you know, oh, that last one came out years ago, but don't worry right after this one you're gonna get another one so we're calling it part one part two but it makes me it makes it feel like it's not standalone and i would hate for this movie to not work as a standalone movie you know what you know what i mean um so a little bit peeved about that and another thing i noticed just looking at imdb it looks like there is a a whole new crew with this movie like the entire director team is new um the 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 team of writers is almost entirely new like phil lord is literally the only writer holdover from into the spider-verse um so this it might be a little different you know um so i'm saying i'm i'm totally looking forward to this movie but um, maybe i shouldn't get my expectations up that much (laughs) because yeah into the spider-verse really was a special movie right and they might have just caught lightning in a bottle. Um, maybe we shouldn't expect too much from, from this one. I mean, I can't help but be super stoked, but um, maybe we should temper our, our expectations a little bit. We'll see. Yeah, I actually didn't know that, uh, that they, it was a completely new team mm-hmm. working yeah. on this movie. Yeah. Because, yeah, there was just such a master craft done in Into the Spider-Verse, you know? Yeah, yeah. The, the way it was animated, the way it looked, the way it was shot, music. Totally. Like, it was all, like, just so, like, you know, perfectly done. Yeah, it was like this crazy perfect storm because it was a very wild, bonkers movie. But somehow it just really came together. Um, so you just wonder, can they catch lightning in a bottle again so you know we'll see and then there's the other marvel release i mean i barely consider this a marvel release but morbius is slated to come out this year and i gotta be honest i'm not looking forward to this movie pretty much at all um but i don't know what do you guys think about morbius uh, nah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and there we go there's our shortest review ever for yeah, right. the hyper morbius <laughs> yeah. uh, uh-huh. 
I know. It's kind of like the dollar store, you know, <laughs> Spider-Man, you know, it's a meme. Oh, Spider-Man at home. Spider-Man at home. Uh-huh. What's next on the list, Henry? Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Okay, so cool. We've covered uh, DC movies and Marvel movies. What else? You know, there are movies in this world that aren't DC or Marvel, right? Um, yeah. So are there other movies you're looking forward to? You guys want to throw out any any titles, stuff you're looking forward to in 2022? For me, for me, I know you guys, I feel like you guys aren't really looking forward to it, but Fantastic Beasts 3. I love the Harry Potter world, and it's been a while since we've seen Fantastic Beasts 2, and screw J.K. Rowling still, but I really am looking forward to that movie. going to be an interesting one. They've recast Johnny Depp, no J.K. Rowling. And like, I hope they kind of focus back on Dumbledore for this one and kind of give us that Dumbledore Grindelwald movie that they were kind of hinting at, you know, it was like, like two was, two is a, it was a bit of a mess of a movie. I think they kind of had a little too much going on, but like everyone loves Dumbledore. And I thought, you know, I thought like the little bit that we saw two is pretty good of uh jude law was dumbledore so like a young you know a young dumbledore and you see like his old relationship with grindelwald and like so i don't know i think like this could be this could be the big course correction that they kind of you know the fantastic beasts kind of needed we shall see yeah i'm definitely not a fan of the fantastic beasts movie um but uh hey you know we 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 talked about the harry potter franchise before and it is it's a big fandom (laughs) and it is going on strong and yeah i know a lot of folks are looking forward to this new fantastic beasts movie and who am i to rain on their parade if you're into it you know Hoping, hoping the best for you. Enjoy your time. Um, yeah. What else? Now, I had mentioned before that we're already well into the year. It's already February. So some of this stuff has come out already, right? So, uh, you know, January historically is not a big uh, month for movie and TV releases. But uh, uh, the Scream sequel did come out and that's not the only uh horror release of 2022 um yeah Perfurio, maybe you can give us a little rundown i know you're into horror movies uh what's the horror landscape for movies in 2022 there's a good slot i feel like there's a lot of like good there's a lot of like franchises being rebooted you know like you said scream was one last month um, this month, you have another Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie coming out on Netflix, and it's supposed to be a sequel to the original movie that came out back in the 70s. Um, 
Halloween 3 comes out around Halloween time. Uh, I feel like there's another one. I think Chucky Season 2 comes out this year. Like, So in terms of, I think, original stuff, I'm not the biggest, like, person to know but like in terms of like franchises like there's just it's like the return of franchises for horror flicks cool all three like big slasher franchises yeah 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 but like i heard scream is pretty good definitely not the horror guy here (laughs) but um like scream is almost like you know like known for being the horror comedy or the slat you know the slasher parody in a way will still be a slasher movie yeah i feel like christian i feel like honestly if you were to watch scream i feel like you would actually really enjoy it mm-hmm. like i did really not- like captain in the woods is it kind of like along those lines you know kind of like it's very much a satirical kind of movie on um on like horror fans and i guess like the way like horror movies are being made and stuff there's like no jump scares but more of like a social commentary on fans and reboots and just like the whole horror movie climate nowadays Hmm, no jump scares all right then i'm on board (laughs) you had me at no jump scares Uh, would i lie to you Watch it's full of jump scares. I know. <laughs> no, but um, it is kind because of, I feel like you know, Cabin in the Woods was really much a hysterical kind of movie, right? Like it like did this whole like social commentary on like horror cliches and stuff like that. And I feel like it's just kind of like the same thing. Like th- this is what Scream does, you know. Mm-hmm. Cool. Have, have you seen it yet, Henry? Uh, the new screen movie? Uh-huh. Uh, no, I have not. I have not. Oh, I do recommend it, but yeah. Um, yeah. What are your takes, Henry, on the horror movies coming out? Well, um, you know, historically, I'm a horror fan, but um, definitely not like super hardcore into the genre right now. So I doubt I'll be going to the movie theaters to watch any horror movies this year. Um, but of the ones you've listed, let's see. You know, um, the the new Scream movie does sound interesting. I know you you recommend it, and I've heard good things. Uh, so that might be one I might uh, be willing to check out in the comfort of my home at a later date, perhaps. <laughs> when it's on streaming. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of kind of where I'm at. Um, yeah, you know, I did see um, Halloween Kills last year, and I I was not a fan of that movie. So, um, yeah, I, I think I'm gonna pass on the third installment there. Um, but yeah, there's a bunch of other movies. I don't think we want to get into. Uh, great detail, but maybe I'll just kind of spitball some of the other big releases of the year. Uh, we got Sonic the Hedgehog 2. We got Top Gun Maverick. There's Avatar 2 slated to come out at the end of the year. There's a Mario movie 
slated for December. Um, Lightyear, the Buzz Lightyear movie. So, yeah, I think uh, there's definitely an audi- audience for a lot of these movies. Jurassic World 3. Um, any of these kind of uh, piquing your interest at all? I feel like Jurassic World definitely has my interest just because no matter how bad a Jurassic Jurassic Park movie is, it's still pretty good, I guess. You can't go wrong with dinosaurs. That's just my take. (laughs) It still is a lot of fun. Yeah. See dinosaurs eat people, you know, (laughs) run away, break through things. Exactly. And I mean it's got the it's gonna have the return of the OG um Jurassic Park characters and actors. So you know we did a review about it last year, right? It was yeah. either last yeah, year or the year before. Revisit we revisited it. Yeah. We did. We did. Yeah. And um so yeah, it's gonna it'll definitely be fun, I think. Cool. Ready for the OGs to come back. Yeah. See Grant, Dr. Grant again. And hopefully Jeff Goldblum. You know, one movie on the list that raises my eyebrow a little bit is Top Gun Maverick. Now, the original Top Gun movie is really beloved to me. It's uh, one of my all-time favorites, no question. Um, Hearing about this sequel... I don't know, man. Like, yeah, we talked about this a bit with the Matrix movie uh, uh, that, that came out not long ago, how it was just really unnecessary and kind of a cash grab. Like, Top Gun Maverick smells of this, right? Just kind of like beating a dead horse and... Um, taking a really beloved movie and potentially tainting it with a shitty ass sequel. Right. So that's what it kind of feels like for me. I am kind of hoping for the best. Um, but Tom Cruise is not in his twenties anymore, not by a long shot. So what are we getting in this movie? I don't know. And, um, I'm fearing the worst. Uh, we'll see, but I am not expecting this to be any good. Yeah, yeah, I definitely didn't expect to hear a Top Gun reboot, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, although I will say, uh, I guess of all the actors, Tom Cruise would probably be the best, you know, to do a reboot like that. Because he still does, like, crazy shit stunts, you know, in Mission Impossible. And, like, doesn't look like he's aged all that much in the last 15 years, (laughs) weirdly enough. I guess if there is a guy to revisit his franchise like 30 plus years later, he would be the guy, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe it could work. Yeah, we'll Top see. Gun's a classic, but I, yeah, I guess like, I don't know who was, were people asking for this movie? Like, were you asking for this movie, Henry? A big fan of Top Gun? I certainly wasn't. And I'm curious, was anyone asking for this uh, this uh, sequel? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I kind of think no. Uh, I don't think so either. Yeah. <laughs> I think Tom Cruise just wants to, like, he just wanted to fly a fighter jet again. So he's like, fuck it, let's just make a movie. <laughs> he probably had some, like, stunt in mind of, like, I'm going to do this. 
Yeah. And this, let's make a movie about it. I want to yeah. jump out of an airplane, a real airplane with no parachute. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Um, all right. You know, something I've noticed while you're like talking about the movie, talking about movies coming out is uh, there are like three like really big releases that are based on video games, actually. Like we have Ooh. Uncharted, Sonic 2, and Mario. Yeah. Which are all like pretty big releases, and like, like you know, as a video game enthusiast, um, like, but video game movies are always really, really bad. So it's like, you can't help but be like, oh god, oh god, please be good, please be good for like all of these. We'll also be like, man, I kind of want to see that. Uncharted. I, I never really played Uncharted, so uh, can't really say much about that the trailer didn't excite me too much sonic though i'm not gonna lie i got a little i was like oh wow that actually looks pretty pretty fun i don't know if i'll see it in theater but uh, it's pretty enjoyable and like everyone's talking about the mario movie mm. like i think people have become so enamored with this cast for better or for worse you know that like there's so many like memes around this movie there's so much like hype in a way that's been generating just and like there's no trailer yet in a way but i, I think it's just because mario's so beloved the first movie was so bad in the 90s and like the cast is pretty is pretty like off the wall mm-hmm. with with chris pratt um uh, as mario charlie day is luigi and uh, Jack Black is Bowser, and Seth uh, Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Like <laughs> that. Like it also, it's kind of funny, but in a way, you're like, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> I'm actually really curious to see this movie. <laughs> so, no, no, go ahead. Um, I was just saying, maybe this is the start of the. Uh, now you know we have Marvel, we have DC. Maybe we'll have the Nintendo Cinematic Universe. Mario's is just the jumping off point. <laughs> this is super, yeah. super, super Smash Bros. Yeah, world. that's the big Avengers crossover after like, <laughs> yeah. that's uh-huh. after like, you know, they have their Kirby movie and all that. <laughs> we, yep. we have Detective Pikachu already. So there you we, go. We There's, do. This yeah. is number two. Uh-huh. Would you be like crazy? Like if like Sonic 2, like there's a post credit scene and Mario shows up. That would be, yeah. Like, that would be because, like, you know, Mario and Sonic were always like the big, like, you know, 90s, like, big, big clashing forces. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, you got a Sega? Oh, you got Sonic? Yeah, Nintendo? You got Mario, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was the, that was the old, the old playground war back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. So, Henry, are we going to have a movie day with your son to go watch Sonic 2? It's very possible, you know, my son and I did go to see the first Sonic the Hedgehog movie in the movie theaters. Uh, so probably we'll be uh, making a day of it uh, for the sequel also. So <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, you know, it'll, it'll be more for him than me. Got to be honest, <laughs> but uh but uh, we'll see. You know, I, I, Christian, like you mentioned, that the, the trailer does seem like uh, it makes it seem like it's a pretty fun movie. So yeah, 
might be worth checking out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, has that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, what you mentioned, Christian. Uh, is this the year that uh, video game movie adaptations break through? You know, finally, is that going to happen? I mean, arguably, it already happened with Sonic One, but uh, you know, we got three pretty big video game adaptations coming out this year so mm-hmm. it could be the year the big year right so something something to keep an eye on mm-hmm. okay so i think we've covered the movies quite well let's move on to television lots of shows coming out this year um why don't we get into some of our most anticipated any picks you guys want to throw out there? Okay, for me, yeah, I just want to point this one out. Uh, the Lord of the Rings. I think it's called Ring of Fire. I forget what it's mm, called. On Amazon, but, right? Yes, I'm really looking forward to that. I remember when it first got announced and everything and the cast got announced. I think it was barely like, I remember me and Christian were actually on our way to, I think, the second year of Comic-Con. And that was how many years ago? So finally, it's finally coming to him. It's like, let's, let's, let's do this. Yeah, yeah this, this could be big. I, I've heard that there's a big budget behind this show. So, yeah. I, I, think, I think, don't quote me on this. I need to fact check. But I think it's the most expensive TV show to ever be created. Wow. Man, they're really trying to get that Game of Thrones type vibe, you know? Yeah, I was just about to say, yeah, if if it's more expensive than Game of Thrones, then wow, this could be pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. Well, that's my guess is that they 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 probably want to take a some sort of approach because it just like you know the trailer doesn't say much of like what's happening other than there's like a monologue of how. The nine rings of power were, or nine rings were created for the men, and then there's the one ring to rule them all. So my guess is that it's like a big prequel revolving around because nine kings got the rings, mm-hmm. and of course they fought amongst themselves. So I think mm-hmm. it's, but like that's like pretty. There's not really much around that as far as I've seen, other than just lore and like it's pretty open to interpretation to make mm-hmm. like a show about. Yeah. I, I don't know if you guys saw, but they released like posters like in the past few days about like, like just like hands and it like some of the hands are like one of the rings and stuff. Oh, I actually oh. did not see it. Me neither. Yeah, uh, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, but oh my gosh, yeah, like you're talking about the trailer and I was very upset that like that Kate's voice was not being used in the trailer to describe like nine rings were given to men and stuff and i was like in it was this other voice i was like this uh, is not the same oh, yeah i know it's we're galadriel <laughs> well speaking of fantasy television coming out this year the game of thrones prequel series is also coming out this year house of the dragon so 
interesting, right? Because uh, you could argue that Game of Thrones benefited greatly from Lord of the Rings fandom. And this year, there's going to be both a Lord of the Rings TV series and another Game of Thrones TV series. Uh, how are we feeling about this uh, DOT prequel series? I'm over Game of Thrones. We're <laughs> <laughs> done. Season eight, it just uh, I killed it. I, it's just like you know, like let like yeah, just uh, I don't know how else to describe it, but the hype for it is gone. Like it's just let it go, you know. Like yeah, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. Didn't they have a trailer? I don't even know. I don't, I I don't know. I think there may have been like some sort of tease to it or something. But um, yeah, I think that's the general sentiment right now, right? People are like hella stoked for Lord of the Rings, but are like pretty meh about GOT stuff. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I, I kind of feel what you're saying, like Game of Thrones was like so last decade, right? Like, you know, it was it was a water cooler show of the 2010s. But uh, that's that's a bygone era. Let's move on to the new stuff. Right? Yeah. And I, like, yeah, all the hype is gone. Nobody talks about it after yeah. season eight. Yeah. You know, yeah nobody. People- and then, like, talks yeah. favorably. Yeah, a lot of people were were pretty salty about how the series ended, and then the whole Benioff and Weiss uh, like controversy. I guess you could say, you know, just it, the, the whole franchise is just kind of not sitting well with a lot of people right now. So, yeah, we'll see. Okay, hey, so. There are a couple of shows that I think would be considered most anticipated of the year that are already out, right? Um, The Book of Boba Fett and Peacemaker. Um, They're both like kind of nearing the end of their seasons, right? Um, We're going to do a Peacemaker episode, so let's not get too deep into that. And I don't think we want to go deep on Book of Boba Fett a lot either right now. Um, but yeah, any sort of like mid-season thoughts about these shows right now? Hmm. Like, I, th- I think what's kind of interesting is that like uh, the general, I mean, the general consensus now, and I think the way we've been talking about Boba Fett and Peacemaker that Peacemaker is awesome. We're like, oh man, I can't wait to get home and watch Peacemaker tonight. You know, there's the new episode. And Boba Fett is like, uh, uh, <laughs> oh, man, this, where is this going? But like Boba Fett, you know, it's just like kind of disappointing because Boba Fett is like this like cherished, beloved character of the original trilogy. Yeah. Everyone loved Boba Fett. Everyone loved the design. He was like this mysterious, cool bounty hunter that caught Han Solo, you know? And like, a lot of hype going into this because also coming off the heels of Mendo season two, and Boba Fett was really cool in that. And like, I'm not really hearing a lot of good stuff about it now. Whereas like Peacemaker is, you know, like I liked him in the Suicide Squad, but it's like before that, 
I did not know who Peacemaker is, and like nobody else did. I don't think there were there was like much hype going into the show, but it word of mouth just spread about how good it is, and now everybody's watching it. Yeah, everybody's talking about how great it is, you know. So it's weird how much the script is flipped going in. Seriously. Yeah, that's a great summary, Christian. I mean, if you were to tell me a year ago that Book of Boba Fett and Peacemaker were out at the same time and that I would be like totally looking forward to every episode of Peacemaker and on the flip side, looking at Boba Fett like homework, like something I'd be kind of dreading watching, but I kind of have to watch week to week. I would have told you you're crazy, right? But that's where we're at. And that's how most people feel about these shows. It's pretty wild. Um, yeah, I, I'm pretty amazed how great Peacemaker is. And uh, it's just hilarious. It is so freaking funny. And uh, yeah, looking forward to, to to getting into it more in a future episode. Um, but yeah, a little bit more on Boba Fett too. Like, uh, yeah. Boba Fett to me is like a totally beloved character. He was so cool in limited screen time in the original Star Wars trilogy. Uh, but uh, this show, man, has gone wrong in so many ways. Uh, we might have to do an episode on Book of Boba Fett also to to get through some of our feelings on this. But, you know... It's been disappointing. I'll just kind of leave it at that. Uh, any thoughts, Perferio, on either of these shows? Definitely love Peacemaker. Yeah. Like, I remember I just randomly put it on because I was like, oh, I'll just watch Peacemaker. It's a comic book show. Like, let's just watch it. And then, <laughs> honestly, yeah, to be honest, it wasn't until like the opening, like the intro song when I kind of was like, okay, I get what kind of show this is. And <laughs> I think I'm down for this. And as I, you know, cause like the opening scene, you know, is with him, like him waking up at the hospital. And I was like, okay, this is stupid. But then once the opening song came, I was like hooked, like instantly. And then after that, I was like, you need to watch this. Like I was saying, Christian, I was like, Christian, you need to watch Peacemaker. <laughs> and um, yeah, like I, Peacemaker, I like. And then Boba Fett, I have definitely feelings about it. I just, I wasn't expecting it from the very beginning or anything like that. And uh, yeah, it's just for me, it's just like, I'll watch it because it's on and a new episode came on. Why not? You know? <laughs> Not exactly a glowing endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so uh, Peacemaker isn't the only DC TV show of the year. In a very different vein, The Sandman on Netflix is coming out. Oh, yeah. Any <laughs> uh, readers of The Sandman? I haven't read any Sandman comics, but how about you guys? I read mm -hmm. some of it. Um... It is, it is pretty cool. Like, it's a very, it's Neil Gaiman. Um, yeah. And a lot of people say that's his, his magnum opus mm -hmm. is the Sandman. 
But yeah, definitely a very beloved, like cult favorite among DC fans. Uh, the Sandman, I think, like, uh, kind of like almost in a vein that feels a lot similar to Watchmen mm. in a way. Um, but very supernatural, deals with death, and, um, personifies the character of death, uh, Lady Death. Um, and what she deals with, and like, um, a lot of like really great story, you know, great little very human stories of humans, like kind of on their deathbed, and how they they're, they're being taken away from death. Um, they could be like little moments or like larger arcs. Um, I haven't read a terrible amount. It was a it was definitely a while ago, so my Sandman knowledge is very is very limited. But uh, I think now might be the time to jump back in, you know, because like. Like DC on TV, I guess that's it's almost like that's what I'm looking more forward to than DC at the movies, even though Batman is amazing. It almost seems like that's TV might be their big, like stronger suit. So I hope they do well there. Um, and I think as far as other DC TV, I haven't kept up on it as much. Um, I've heard very mixed things on the latest season of Superman and Lois. Which people love season one, um, and but I think uh, what's also coming back to for fear you'll be happy, Harley Quinn. Ah, yeah, which feels yeah. very much in the vein of Peacemaker. It's very much like Peacemaker, so I'm really looking forward to that one. So yeah, mm-hmm. I guess they were in the same movie together, so you know it kind of fits. That's right. You know, it's so funny you bring that up because there's a show I'm watching right now. It's called uh, Adventures of Box Machina, I think that's what it's called. Have you guys oh, heard of it? Okay. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch it. Yeah, it's like, um, you know, it's a Dungeons and Dragons storyline. Um, it's on Amazon Prime. And it's very much, very much a mix of like Harley Quinn and Game of Thrones and... Um, yeah, basically like that. Like very like violent and very adult and very much like a lot of action in like dragons and magic and all this stuff. So it's very much like that, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch it because I used to watch uh it's based off critical role. Yeah. It's all the same characters who had like a bunch of voice actors live stream their D game and like i it's something i would like kind of just put on in the background sometimes i never like followed it too closely because they had long games you know <laughs> it's it's a nice like fall asleep kind of thing but uh i've heard really good things about it a friend of mine who's like really big critical role fan is loving it right now because pretty much that but like done as a show with like the same voice actors with characters they've already like kind of like run with for a very very long time and already very comfortable characters that they create that the voice actors created themselves rather than characters created for the voice actors to play mm, interesting i didn't know that right on have you heard about it henry i have not it does sound interesting mm-hmm. 
Okay, um, so oh, go ahead, uh, Preferio. No, I was going to say one move, one TV show I'm really, really looking forward to is the new Halo series on Paramount Plus. Yes. Oh yeah. Another another big video game for it. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like I mean, there's another video game TV show. Was it All of Us? I think that's coming out on HBO Max. Um, I've never played it, but um, yeah, Halo. Like, based off the trailer that was released on Sunday, I was like, I'm just like, oh, this is the Halo movie I never got by Peter Jackson. And it just looks really, really great. And I feel like even if the storyline is shitty, I feel like I'm still going to like it because I just, Halo has a very special place in my heart. Mm. And the effects just look really great. And yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to this one. Cool. Me too. Yeah, wow. It really could be shaping up as the year of the video game adaptation, right? It might be kind of fun at the end of the year to sort of look back and see how we did. How do these Mm -hmm. shows and movies actually turn out? Um, But it's pretty promising. Definitely very promising. Okay, so with TV, of course, there is Disney+. Plus. We haven't talked about that yet, right? So Disney Plus has a pretty big slate of big releases. Um, Before we get off of Star Wars entirely, there is the Obi-Wan Kenobi show coming out this year. Um, And it stars none other than Ewan McGregor reprising the role. Um, So that could be interesting. Um, Yeah, with uh, how Boba Fett is kind of turned out a bit disappointing it'll be interesting to see how this goes because this show will clearly not be in the mold of the mandalorian or boba fett so yeah i'm curious to see how it turns out do you know anything about it henry no i know what's his name hayden yeah he's gonna be in the show also Oh, he's been confirmed? Yeah, he's been confirmed to be in the show. So obviously we're going to have another Obi-Wan and Darth Vader confrontation. What was that, like number three? (laughs) Something like that. Yeah, And then I'm hearing very big rumors that it's going to come out in May, which makes sense because May the 4th, you know? Ooh, yeah. Star Wars, you know, probably around Memorial Day weekend too. Like mm-hmm. it's always when Star Wars when Star Wars the first one came out, that's when Han Solo came out. Yeah, Han Solo, you had the Bad Batch last year. Um there's always something coming out on May the 4th for Star Wars projects. Do you guys think there is potential to course correct? Kind of like how Spider-Man No Way Home, quote-unquote, fixed Spider-Man 3 and the Amazing Spider-Man movies. Do you think this show could possibly redeem the prequel movies? Hmm. I think so. Yeah. It could be. I feel like Obi-Wan was a character that was pretty well-liked. 
Um, and I feel like it could definitely connect. Like, was wasn't like the like the biggest memes going around? Like, oh, why did Luke get sent to Tatooine while Leia went to Naboo? And you know, like, wh- where was Obi Obi Wan while Luke was growing up and stuff? And I feel like this will kind of help answer those questions. Mm, yeah. And also, I feel like this will also just help because I feel like, isn't this like the first kind of live action kind of thing that we're going to watch post Order 66 in terms of what happened to the Jedi and stuff? Um, oh, I guess so. Because um, we didn't really get any of that Rogue One really yeah we didn't get it from rogue one and mandalorian never really it's kind of touching up on it you know but it hasn't dug its feet into it so i feel like that'd be really cool to see like kind of like obi-wan explore like if he like makes connections with other jedi or all that kind of stuff what happens after yeah order 66 it is true that with all the hatred for the prequels, I don't think a lot of it was directed at Ewan McGregor or the Obi-Wan Kenobi character. Um, yeah, there's a reason why this show is called Obi-Wan Kenobi and not Anakin Skywalker, right? <laughs> so, you know, there's some potential, right? We'll see. We'll see. Um, of course, a slate of Marvel Disney Plus shows is scheduled to come out. We got Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, and Secret Invasion. So, thoughts on these? Uh, any of these uh, particularly jump out to you guys? Moon Knight. Yes. Moon Knight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, looks sick. All, yeah, same here. We're all in the same boat, I think. Really looking forward to that one. It's like a nice return to like the Netflix kind of gritty style. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 so funny you say it. like I like you know, Megan and Michelle both good like fans of you know Marvel now, but they weren't so hot on the Netflix stuff. And I show them the trailer and they're like, this seems pretty dark. I'm like, yes, that's why I'm so excited for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is cool. Um, we talked a little bit about how last year, 2021, there was so much MCU content. And, you know, to be honest, I think all of us got a little bit of Marvel fatigue. But I don't really feel that with this show because the feel of it is so different. It does feel gritty. It does seem a little edgier and very different from pretty much any Marvel content from last year. Right. So could be pretty cool. It's going to be Marvel's answer to DC's the Batman coming out. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Both next month. So it'll be interesting to see how they turn out. We'll get a nice Daredevil cameo, too, just to, like, seal the deal. (laughs) (laughs) You know, speaking of that, do you think, like, in any of these TV shows that are coming out this year, we're going to have more, um, or if any, Defenders cameos? Mm -hmm. 
Um, I think at some point, I think we might have been speculating Jessica Jones might show up in She-Hulk. Oh, yeah. Very possible. Like, we'll see. Um, Because, you know, She-Hulk's a lawyer. She might be kind of like the Hogarth character or kind of replacement for Jessica. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Um, besides Daredevil, Kingpin, and Jessica Jones, I don't know if there's like a whole lot of clamoring for other Marvel Netflix characters. Well, there's the Punisher also, right? Um, the Punisher, I could see Marvel wanting to maybe hold off on the Punisher for a little while. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there'll be a whole lot of, uh, you know, reprising of Marvel Netflix this year. Mm-hmm. I, I could definitely see Jessica Jones showing up and she Hulk. Yeah, I could see that. But beyond that, I don't, I don't really know. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Would you guys want to see Luke Cage show up anytime soon? In the right way. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, if, if they yeah. do it right. Yeah. But I, I don't know of the current like roster of movies and shows. I don't I don't know right now. Yeah, maybe mm-hmm. maybe a little further down the line. Mm-hmm. We'll see. So, like, um, oh, you, uh, go ahead, Profiri. No, no, no. You go. Go ahead. I, I was I say, like, yeah, like uh, I guess looking at them because we have uh, Boot Nights. We talked about. We talked about She Hulk, Miss Marvel. Um, there's a holiday special for Guardians, and then I am groups. Um, was there to say, like, I always thought She Hulk was uh closer to Deadpool, like a Deadpool type character, you know, very meta, a little more like comedic, and like, like a more lighthearted character. I know she's been changed uh, a little more recently. Um, and so I don't know. I could see that, but I think that you know that's probably that might. A, my guess might be, but that's more of a comedy. Um, I heard and, the the show is going like in a break, like break the fourth wall kind of direction, mm-hmm. where she's like talking to the audience like Deadpool did. So I could I could see that. Yeah, I, I could because I think she did that a lot in the comics, you know, in her, in her like solo series. Mm-hmm. Although she's she's definitely gone through like changes, like uh, here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, Kamala Khan was a character I like. Was a character I really liked when I read like her solo run. Uh, with Miss Marvel. And I thought I thought her power, you know, she was kind of like a Mr. Fantastic Powers. But That's what I always thought too. Yeah. yeah, but they changed her powers in this, and so now she's more like Green Lantern, though. And so, like, I don't know. That was that was a pretty big that was a pretty big change. Like, the you know character that stretches and like kind of does like uh, you know has like kind of this like body changing power 
mm-hmm. as opposed to now where she, you know, she has like a whole ring, you know, similar to basically Green Lantern, mm. which is kind of, I don't know, it's interesting because like one is that it, um, is that, you know, like the comic series like took off and she was, uh, what is it? Uh, she got hit by the Terrigen Mists in the comic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's an inhuman, but they've kind of can't the MCU like largely canned all the inhuman type characters. They were like hella building it up, the inhuman inhumans, but that did not pan out too well. And they kind of axed it. And I also think like maybe they just want to save all the shape-shifting stuff for Reed Richards. Maybe. So they can take this character in a completely different direction. But I don't know, like you'd think like for such like someone who blew up, you'd want to see the character as the character yeah. rather than like the character as someone else, you know? Yeah. Like I don't know. What do you guys think? Is this a yeah. show you have like like on your radar? Is this a show you're like interested in? For me it is. I think it, it's because Kamala, she was wasn't she like Marvel's first Muslim hero? Yeah. Or no, wait, was it Muslim or Hindu? Oh my gosh. Muslim. Okay. Yeah, she, she's Muslim. Okay. And I feel like, you know, with that kind of like representation, I feel like they wouldn't want to fuck that up. So that I feel like, no, I feel like I'm, I, I'm pretty confident they're going to do the character right. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that show. Although maybe the least anticipated for me of the uh, Marvel Disney Plus shows. Um, and shoot, I mean, I'll be there for all of them. No question. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I'm just not as familiar with this character. So you know, hey, maybe a good time for me to get acquainted, right? Do you think um, we're going to see a cameo from... Uh, Captain Marvel. Oh, I think there's no question. Yeah, yeah. and 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 I would go further to say she's probably going to be doing more than a cameo. I do hope so. Like, because they they are calling Captain Marvel to the Marvels. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And she is Miss Marvel. Yeah, they're setting it up to be a team up. It looks like, and you know, there have been comic storylines where. Um, Kamala Khan idolizes Carol Danvers and you know they interact and everything so I'm pretty sure that you know Brie Larson is going to be suiting up for that show mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess the linear they'll have to kind of write it in a way where because you know in the comics Carol Danvers was originally Miss Marvel before she became Captain Marvel yes mm-hmm. yeah yeah so there's there was no Miss Marvel character already for Kabbalah Khan to take. Yeah. You know, uh, one show that not many people have talked about is Secret Invasion, but that's pretty high in my list of anticipated. Like if it's got Nick Fury and scrolls in it, like I'm in. <laughs> so uh, I don't really have no idea what it's going to be like. Secret Invasion comics were like this big, like. Uh, crossover event series, right? Um, 
And clearly this show is not going to be that. What is it going to be? I don't know, but I'm very curious and pretty excited to check it out. Is, is that one really confirmed for this year? I thought it was next year. Well, that it's it's listed as 2022. Okay. Um, you know, it might get pushed back, but you know, mm-hmm. as of now, it's it's on the it's on the calendar, I guess you could say. You, you know who? You know, obviously, yeah. There's a lot of things to look forward to with um, Secret Invasion. You have like the Scrolls and um, Nick Fury and Game of Thrones alum. Amelia Clark being in it, making her MCU debut. Um, but I feel like we're going to see, uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this character. His name is um, Teddy. He's a half Cree, half Scroll character in the Young Avengers. Oh, right. Yep, yep. Uh-huh. And it just makes sense for him to make his debut there since, yeah, like I said, he's half Scroll. And continue of making like this like young Avengers team, you know. Mm. Yeah, we oh. could see that. We could see oh, the. He... Oh, go ahead, Christian. Is he Hulkling? Is that yes? Uh-huh. Ah, oh, okay. Sorry, Henry. Uh, what were you saying? Oh, no worries. Yeah, uh, there's speculation that we'll see the continuation of the Monica Monica Rambeau story. Uh, in Secret Invasion, so maybe some more sword stuff. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens there. Okay, um, what else? So, I guess The Boys season three and Invincible season two are are uh, tentatively scheduled for this year, also. Uh, so, um, yeah. Amazon, you know, putting out more comic book content. So I'm definitely looking forward to those. those and they're having, they're having the a boys animated show. Oh, right. This month, this right, month right. actually. Yeah. Well, that's coming out this month. That looks pretty, uh, pretty wonky or pretty goofy, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That almost has this like hyper violent, like Looney Tunes kind of look, you know? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does remind me of when we talked about Invincible, how it was kind of disturbing to me because it had this like retro, retro cartoon look, something of the style of cartoons I watched when I was a kid, but it's like super violent, right? This boy's animated series looks like that too, maybe even more so. It looks like it's like a, a kid's show almost the way it's animated but clearly with like extreme violence in there so it looks yeah, pretty the, messed up it, it's almost like a itchy and scratchy yeah exactly mm-hmm. like a 30 minute itchy and scratchy episode okay we're running a little long maybe we can run down like the top like what is our most anticipated movie and our most anticipated show for this year i think we've kind of listed some of them already but let's make it official i can go first as i mentioned spider-man across the spider-verse part one is my most anticipated movie for shows i think i'm gonna go with moon knight for my most anticipated tv show of the year 
Uh, how about you, Preferio? What would you list as your top movie and top show? Top movie for sure, Doctor Strange Two into um, or Madness into the Multiverse. Um, right. That's definitely, and then my top TV show surprisingly isn't comics related. Honestly, is Lord of the Rings animate the Amazon show. I'm Ooh. I'm really looking forward to that. Above like the MCU and DC TV shows. I have a feeling a lot of people are going to be talking about Lord of the Rings when that drops this year. So watch out. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about you, Christian? Top movie, top show. Top movie is uh, it's going to be the Batman. Can't wait to see what Batson does. I can't wait for the gritty reboot of the Riddler and the noirish like look to everything just oozes cool. It's a new take on Batman that like feels very at home with Batman, but also very fresh. And so the show, it's hard to really pin down one show. Um, let's see. I think as far as like, like, I th- eh, you know, I'll, I'll go with my gut. I think it, it's, it's actually going to be Cobra Kai season five, the finale of Cobra Kai. I think the show is just so much fun. I've had so much, and I think season four really stepped it up and is really like the best season yet. And so like, it's such a goofy, you know, I want to say like comic booky, but I think like seeing it all kind of go down finally and for the show to end kind of with a bang is what I'm really hoping for. Nice pick. Yeah. We didn't even mention Cobra Kai uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. And with uh, this past season, season four, my God, everybody was talking about Cobra Kai. Like th- there are so many people I know, like you guys, you know, people who aren't really into um, like stuff I'm into. I mean, it's just everyone, like everyone I knew was watching the show it's like pretty wild it, it, it just it, it was uh i guess it has that universal appeal to it um but it, it, it's funny because it just um you know with a lot of my friends and people i know uh like i i categorize different people like oh this person is, is into this sort of thing that person person is into <laughs> that sort of thing and a lot of times there isn't you know overlap crossover but with Cobra Kai I just saw like this swath of of overlap like so many people I knew were enjoying it and talking about it so yeah pretty wild I even saw like uh, Andrew Garfield is apparently like a huge Cobra Kai fan and that kind of says it all right um yeah it, it's it's something else and yeah I'm totally looking forward to to the next season for sure mm-hmm. Henry, wait, I just want to give one last shout out to one last TV show. Please, please do. Okay. Like uh, this year's going to finally be the end to Walking Dead. Really? Uh, that's right. Yeah. I did hear that. Yeah. Finally. After how many seasons? Oh my gosh. I don't know how many seasons it's been, but, you know, like, yeah, we've always talked about doing a Walking Dead episode. And <laughs> I feel like. 
maybe now's the chance to get back into <laughs> Walking Dead. After how many seasons ago did we stop watching it? Yeah. Oh man, we're so behind though. Like that would be quite an undertaking to to watch all these missed seasons. So I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, like you know, at one point it was Game of Thrones or versus Walking Dead. You know, Sunday nights. And God, how the mighty have fallen for both shows. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, I had mentioned how Game of Thrones was the water cooler show of the 2010s. I guess it wasn't the only one, right? Walking Dead was the talk of the town, man. Everyone was talking about that show for a long time. And we were definitely part of that hype. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we can get this uh, Walking Dead episode in yet maybe maybe we could do something kind of kind of goofy like we could just watch the series finale and not even be caught up and then we can just get our our reactions i don't know (laughs) maybe something like that might be kind of fun we'll see we'll see okay with that we can wrap up the episode this is farewell from henry porfirio and christian